Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks. Trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binge, restrict, diet, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed, and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey people, welcome back to the podcast. We've got another episode where I'm answering one of your questions. So the other day I asked on my Instagram stories, what gives you the most anxiety? And someone said that they feel anxious about, you know, continuing or trying intuitive eating, but knowing it's going to make them gain weight, like they just know. So here we are making an episode on this so we can go into this in depth. And of course, you guys know, I'm sure that if you want more structured help on actually trying and practicing intuitive eating, you know, my 30 day reboot, my online course that you can start whenever is available to you. There's 30 days of video and audio content to help you really get to that place where food is just so easy. Like it's just, you don't even give it a second thought. It's just free. It's calm. It's easy. But anyway, let's answer this question. So you really want to move towards or continue practicing intuitive eating, but you just, you just know it's going to make you gain weight. And you probably don't want that. Like I've heard the same sentiment from hundreds of people at this stage. It's that key fear holding people back from fully diving into intuitive eating and having it actually work for them. And this struggle, this fear, this concern is so understandable to me as, you know, most people likely got to this whole stage where they're now practicing intuitive eating because at some stage they probably wanted to lose weight or something changed with their food relationship and they kind of fell into this binge restrict cycle and now the very solution to this difficult food relationship this binge restrict cycle is intuitive eating which can then cause weight so often like we start wanting to lose weight and then the very solution to this extra problem we have is then weight gain or involves potentially weight gain so it's just like obviously I get that it's not ideal, but I'm here to help you with this very valid concern. So let's get into this. First of all, how do you actually know you're going to gain weight with intuitive eating? I noticed that the person who asked the question, you know, they said like, I really struggle with intuitive eating because I just know it's going to make me gain weight. But I want to challenge you on that. Like, how do you actually know that it's going to make you gain weight? Even if you've already started gaining some weight in the early stages of intuitive eating, how do you know it's going to continue? We don't. Like, you really just don't know. And I know it's understandable that you you would think, like, it's you're definitely going to gain weight because there are a lot of people who do talk about their weight gain experience with intuitive eating and, like, preparing you for that and explaining it and everything. But you actually don't even know if it's going to happen to you. Many people maintained weight. I've worked with so many clients who they just maintain weight or other people lose weight with intuitive eating and then some people gain weight. So worrying about something that might not even happen, you know, I know everyone knows like this is a waste of time, right? But I understand the anxious mind, like I'm exactly like this too, where you sort of like want to worry so you can try to control the outcome before it's even happened, before you know that it's even going to happen. But the thing is, with this being a waste of time, is actually it's worse than that. It can massively hinder your ability to practice intuitive eating, the solution to a binge restrict cycle. 
if you're scared of weight gain, it's probably going to make you be half in, half out of this intuitive eating thing. Not truly lifting restrictions or giving yourself that full unconditional permission. And of course, that's an issue. That's like, we're not really going to get anywhere. We're going to be trying to lose weight while also allowing ourselves the chocolate. Like, it's just going to be really difficult. So I know easier said than done, but really just try your best to realize that you don't even know what's going to happen. So we've got to just trust this intuitive eating process so we can get the results that you really want, like long-term, sustainable, healthy food relationship. My next question is, why do you think that you're going to gain weight with intuitive eating? Even if you think it's going to happen, like, why do you think it's going to happen? And looking into that can offer some valuable insights that might help you say like, okay, actually, I do need to just dive headfirst into intuitive eating. So maybe you think you're going to gain weight with it because you know that you've been under eating for years, always trying to lose weight, and that may have caused your metabolism to kind of slow down or what you call metabolic adaptation. And it's basically where your body adapts to this lower amount of calories to protect you. Generally, your body doesn't really like you to suddenly cut calories a lot. It's a threat, essentially, to your survival. So your body kind of slows down all these processes and makes your body use less calories in a day so you can survive fine on this lower amount of calories. So then it makes sense that if you're trying to lean into intuitive eating and you begin to truly honor your hunger cues and what your body needs, you may start eating more food and regularly. And that amount of food might be more than, you know, that lower your metabolic rate that had slowed down from chronic dieting. And so, yes, that might make you gain weight. But the key takeaway here is, okay, one, it's a sign. If you think like, if you think that you're going to gain weight in intuitive eating because of this reason, it's a sign that okay, we clearly need to do this because we clearly need to be eating more. Our problem is under eating and that's just, we just know that that's not healthy. It's not going to keep us focused. It's not going to keep us killing it in life, feeling good, feeling energetic. So stepping into intuitive eating is so important for you in this sense for long-term sustainable health. And yes, yeah, you might gain some weight, but your metabolism, just like it did before, it's going to adapt again to a new higher amount of calories. It's not going to happen overnight, never does, but it's going to adapt. So eventually you're not going to be gaining weight at this new higher amount of calories coming in. It's all going to work out though. I've literally seen it happen with clients where they had been under eating, like really prolonged under eating for years. They started going headfirst into intuitive eating. They had increased their calorie count. They gained some weight and then eventually keeping the same calorie count, they stabilize, their weight stabilize, but they're still eating that same bigger amount of calories. Like it's, it really does happen. Your metabolism is going to adapt. Why else might you gain weight with intuitive eating? Maybe you've been restricting so much over the years, both mentally and physically, that when you do practice unconditional full permission in intuitive eating, yeah, you might go overboard for a while. When we're practicing tools like food habituation that we I teach in the 30-day reboot, and you, you know, you might be, you might fail, quote unquote, fail for a while, i.e., binge or overeat when you try to expose yourself to these trigger foods, these binge foods, these off-limits foods. Yeah, you might overeat, you might binge. It that's okay. That's all part of the process. That's proof that you need this right now. Because someone who hadn't been restricting, they wouldn't be overeating or binging while practicing these tools. So it's it's a sign that you do need this and 
you're in the right place going through this process. I mean, who wouldn't go overboard with chocolate if they told themselves for years, you're only allowed one piece, I don't know, once a night or once a week. And then suddenly goes to, right, you can have as much as you want, zero guilt, unconditional permission. Like it makes perfect sense. You're going to go overboard and that's fine. It's part of the process. We need that. And it really does work. It's going to be worth it because these tools really do work. They take a little bit of practice. Your body and mind will take time to desensitize to such foods that have been these forbidden foods for so long, but it's going to work out because imagine you're going to get to the point where you're not binging anymore. You're not stressing and obsessing about food anymore. And those, so those very things that were causing these weight oscillations and making you struggle with weight management, like binge eating, will be alleviated by intuitive eating. So it's like, what would you rather? Stay in this horrible place where you're constantly worried about food, binging, and then skipping meals the next day, and just like all over the place, it's taking over your life, or potentially gain a little bit of weight while you practice these tools for a while, and then everything's normal again, and you just feel great. I think another reminder is that intuitive eating is not, oh my god, I'm just going to eat pizza and cake nonstop for the rest of my life if I get to eat whatever I want whenever I want. Like, I'm just never going to eat anything healthy, obviously. And I get that because, you know, these foods are all delicious. So we kind of think, oh, I'm not going to be able to apply any sort of discipline if I can do whatever I want whenever I want. But it truly never goes that way. Yes, as mentioned earlier, you know, you might initially lift those restrictions and sometimes it's exciting and you do eat lots of those kinds of foods at the start. You might go overboard, but it doesn't last forever and not even for that long as well. You'll, you can sometimes be surprised at how quickly you normalize these foods. Also in practicing intuitive eating, you'll also be listening to how your body feels and you'll notice that purely living on those foods doesn't really feel that great physically. Like even a few days of just eating kind of like quote unquote junk food, it doesn't feel great. And so you're eventually going to start to find balance with food. You'll eventually start craving fresher foods or lighter meals, veggies, whole meals, like variety and diversity. It's not going to stay that way forever where you're just eating like pizza, cake, pasta, like all, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that just goes back to kind of reassuring that Yes, at the start of intuitive eating, potentially you could gain weight. Again, you might not, you might maintain, but things are all going to balance out. It's sort of the, the general theme you might be noticing with this episode is, yep, there might be a blip at the start, you might gain some weight, but it's all going to work out long term. Everything's going to rebalance, life is going to be good again. Another key principle of intuitive eating is listening to your body. And it's a specific tool I teach in the 30-day reboot. It's tuning into your hunger and fullness cues more often. And if you're practicing this pretty well, pretty consistently, it's unlikely that you're going to be gaining tons of weight with intuitive eating anyway. And of course, yeah, it might take some practice at the beginning to really tune into these cues and potentially even get reacquainted with them. But I see here, there's kind of two forks in the road when it comes to weight gain with intuitive eating. It's either going to be like a little blip potentially at the start, but even maybe not, especially if you're really listening to your body and practicing these intuitive eating tools quite consistently. It's, it would be hard to be gaining too much weight because if you are, it probably means that you're emotionally eating or not moving your body enough or, or yeah, just not listening to your body's hunger and fullness cues. You're going way over fullness. So that's kind of one fork in the road. The other fork is kind of what I alluded to earlier, where for those who have been severely, severely under eating for a long time, 
then even if you are listening to your fullness cues, even if you are practicing all of these tools correctly, you might still be gaining weight because yeah, your metabolism was just had just adapted to such a low amount of calories that anything more than that is gonna make you gain weight, even if that calorie count that's higher now is what's actually healthy and right for you. And to me, that's just that's just a sign that this weight gain was really, really needed for you. Like your body had to go through this to be able to find balance again. I'm gonna pause right there for a minute to share something with you. So if you've been listening so far and feel like you're ready to start your recovery journey with me, I've got the perfect springboard. That is my free masterclass, why you're still binge eating and how to stop. It's a 35 minute free video masterclass where I'll walk through all of the reasons you might still be binging. Then I'll give you three actionable steps to stop binge eating. So if you're looking for actual results in your life, want to never binge again, trust me, I know the feeling. I was stuck for 10 years doing that. Then head to the show notes to get instant access today. I'll also gift you something for joining me at the masterclass, but I'll leave that surprise for you to find out for yourself. Life is just so damn short and it's not worth feeling so miserable, unhappy, unhealthy with binging taking over. So watch the masterclass today to start your new life. Okay, let's get back into the show. How about if you are already gaining weight with intuitive eating? Like what if you already know you're gonna gain weight because you already are? Now remember that most of the weight gain from intuitive eating, if any, usually happens at the beginning as we've been talking about, and then it tapers off. If it doesn't taper off, it's a sign that either, you know, what I just mentioned, you are severely under eating and your metabolism just needs more time to adapt to this higher amount, or it's a sign that, yeah, you're probably not totally, you know, listening to your hunger and fullness cues, so keep practicing that. Maybe it means there's some emotional eating going on, so definitely look at that as well. Okay, last question, and this one is pretty important and it doesn't really actually get talked about too much. So someone asked me this on TikTok. They said, as I was kind of going through, I don't know if you've seen on my Instagram or my TikTok, there was a series of like five or six videos talking about the fear of weight gain in recovery and sort of going through different perspectives and mindsets on it to help you deal with it. And someone responded saying, because one of the, the points that I made was like, okay, focus on the bigger picture, focus on your why, like, why do you want intuitive eating? What's going to make it so worth it that you can handle a little bit of weight gain at the start? And someone said, I already weigh a lot and I can't handle more weight gain. For me, the benefits of intuitive eating, like it's hard to justify that those benefits outweigh the further chronic pain and limited mobility that my weight already gives me now. Like I just can't have more. And I think this question is so important. I've noticed that a lot of the people in kind of my position in this food freedom space, from at least many of them that I've seen, they had never weighed a lot more than they are now. A lot of them are sort of quite like slim and hadn't weighed more while they were struggling with food. And so this doesn't really get talked about. I think, um, I also think some people are kind of, oh, kind of scared of potentially seeming like, I don't know, fat phobic or something by just admitting that, yes, sometimes in a bigger body, not everyone, but sometimes having a lot more weight on you can actually make you unhealthier in ways like um, uh, limited mobility or chronic pain, as this woman said on my TikTok. 
And so I think sometimes people are scared to talk about it, but I want to talk about it here. Um, I completely understand where she's coming from. And sometimes I feel, I feel um, sometimes like a bit ignorant to be talking about, oh, you know, the fear of weight gain, like it's okay, it's worth it, blah, 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 blah. When someone could be, you know, it's not like someone is going to gain one kilo and they are only one kilo above, you know, their BMI or whatever. Like if they're already slim and they gain like a tiny bit of weight in, in recovery, like that's a different person to the person who is severely overweight and it's causing them real health problems and making their life more difficult. And then me just saying like, oh yeah, like the weight gain is worth it. Like maybe it's not, <laughs> you know, um, being in a much, much heavier body really can affect your life. And yeah, I think it's sometimes just skimmed over in this space because people are scared to talk about it potentially. And I think sometimes people who follow me don't know that I used to uh, weigh quite a bit more. So they sometimes see me as being like this like stupid, like skinny blonde girl who has never struggled with her weight and doesn't understand what it's like to be in a bigger body um and it's just saying like oh just get over your fear of weight gain I just want you guys to know that that's not me I um while obviously I could have weighed a lot more than I did but I still was 25 kilos which is over 55 pounds more than I am now which is not in insignificant it definitely for me did actually make life less enjoyable physically I noticed definitely towards the end, uh, like the last five kilos, that, that started to make life feel different. And yeah, obviously it could have been a lot more intense. Like I'm assuming for this woman who asked this question with chronic pain and limited mobility. But for me, even at 25 kilos up, I was noticing things like bending over to tie my laces. It felt like this like hindrance. At that time, I had quite a lot of fat on my belly and just like it was almost like this thing that would like block my actual movement to reach all the way down to my laces even things like getting up off the floor if I was sitting on the floor it just it just felt difficult like it just felt heavier and like lethargic or going upstairs or doing things that I love like hiking it was just so much harder and yeah it would tire me way easier and one thing that for me was really a struggle I don't have a thigh gap now. I don't think I have like since my teen years because I have more of my weight is on my thighs and my hips. But when I had weighed 25 kilos more, the chafing between my thighs was unbearable. I remember there was one summer I visited my sister in Australia. She was doing an exchange and it was like 40 degrees, which I think in Fahrenheit is like over 100 Fahrenheit. It was in Sydney. And Obviously, I wanted to wear like skirt and shorts or go to the beach, be in a bikini. And the chafing between my thighs was so painful. I actually have, after so much chafing over the years, I have no hair follicle, <laughs> follicles in between my thighs. Like my thighs are so soft and hairless in between because of all the rubbing. But that's positive now, a silver lining. But back then, I remember the redness, the soreness. Um... It would stop me from wanting to do things like, yeah, go to the beach because just in the heat with the humidity, my thighs rubbing, it was painful. It was red or doing things like going on runs. Like it would stop me wanting to do movement, which is obviously not healthy. 
So yeah, as I said, I could have been way more than 25 kilos up, but even at that, it, it was a different feeling, like life felt different. And I felt so much more agile when I lost weight. It was such a difference. Like I remember when I started running again, I ran so much faster without it feeling faster. Like I was shocked. Um, so yeah, I understand what she's saying here. And what I will say is that if you do gain a little bit more weight with intuitive eating, trust this process because this is going to work out. It's going to pay off long-term massively when you get rid of binge eating, when you get off that binge diet roller coaster, all the emotional eating, when you listen to your body, eat generally more healthier because you're not binging on all these high sugar, high fat foods all the time, when you're moving more intuitively, this is going to work out. Why? Because your body wants health. Your body wants to be healthy. Your body doesn't want to be in chronic pain and having limited mobility. So if your weight is causing that, your body probably doesn't want to be at that weight. And so once you deal with binge eating and move towards intuitive eating, get just at that place of food freedom, food relationship is healthier and it's more balanced and it's calm and clear, it's going to create space for your body to actually be able to release weight so much easier than being in this eternal battle of binge, lose weight, binge, lose weight. So yeah, I know it's really hard in the moment to fathom more weight gain, especially if it's really affecting your life negatively. But getting to that place of intuitive eating is just going to make life so much easier. And as I said, going to create space if your body's ready to lose weight to release it. Also, just to let you guys know, obviously about intuitive eating, that's what my 30-day reboot course is all about. It's really helping you step fully into it so you can reap all the benefits and get to that life that you want where food is just, food is just easy and stress-free, guilt-free, and you're not binging anymore, so you're not fighting with your weight, so your weight gets to this stabilized place. That's what that course is all about. And so, yes, I know that, for example, this woman who asked that question, I know that after years of binge eating, you're probably at a weight potentially considerably higher than you'd like to be, where it's impacting your life. That's one of the reasons I made my third course, SFL, Sustainable Fat Loss, it's made especially for people who have struggled with food in the past, struggled with disordered eating and going too far, too extreme when it comes to dieting, struggling with their weight, struggling with binge eating, who then get to a place of food freedom and do want to still lose a bit of weight, but want to do it in a sustainable way that's not going to bring them back into this dark spiral. So that's exactly what that course is for. So just have that in the back of your mind as well if you know you are scared of weight gain and recovery. Just know that nothing in life is permanent. So that weight gain that you might gain, that can be temporary too. And yeah, just bear in mind that you always could have the help of SFL, that course, in case you want to release some of that binging weight that is affecting your life. So yeah, if you need help with the intuitive eating side of things to really lean into it, get those results that you want, you know you've got my 30-day reboot, Further down the line, when you've got to a place where food is stable, balanced, binge-free for a long time, and then you want to lose a little bit of weight in a really sustainable way, then just know that SFL is there for you as well. 
hopefully this has helped you out, giving you some reassurance with intuitive eating and any potential weight gain. As always, any questions, DM me on Instagram. That's it for today. Have an amazing day. And that's the scoop for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new that you can start applying to your life. It really helps my podcast to grow and reach more women who are struggling as well when you rate and review. So if you got a spare minute, I would appreciate it so much if you could rate and review. And if you took something from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone in your life. Change someone's day, mood, or even their life. Be that person. I know I absolutely love it when my sister sends me podcast episodes. It just shows me she's thinking of me and she wants to help me elevate alongside her. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at freewithbreed. I'm always open for feedback and let me know what you want me to speak about on the podcast because after all, this podcast is for you. Okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you next time.